This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this moment, this hour. It's our prayer that you have your way in us. For it is in your way that we see the goodness of the land of the living. It is in your way that we know peace. And it is in your way that we are satisfied. So Lord, we pray this afternoon or this late morning that please have your way. Have your way in us. By your Holy Spirit, draw us to the place where we surrender completely to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence to do God's will. Thank you for the revelation of Jesus that you bring to us. Thank you for the help that we receive from you. Thank you for the guidance. Thank you for the strengthening. And above all, thank you for comforting us. Reassuring us that in every situation we can only go forward and we can only go up and none else because of Jesus we acknowledge your presence in our midst as we surrender to you to have your way have your way Holy Spirit have your way we pray in Jesus name Amen please be seated Well, it's a blessing to be in the house of God any day. You know, I was just listening to flow service. I was listening to the flow service, Sunday service by our pastor. And he was sharing on why we need to have multiple services. In other words, this Sunday morning type of meeting about God and in the presence of God, it's, it's limiting and it's not, it's not biblical. Because when you read Jesus, his comments about church service, he says, I was with you daily in the temple. When they came to arrest him, or when they were accusing him, he said, I was with you daily. I was with you daily in the temple. In other words, every day was a preaching time. And he read a few other verses. Paul said, when he was parting with the Ephesians, I think in Acts chapter 19, he also tells them that I declare the whole counsel of God to you night and day in the space of three years night and day 
night and day, night and day, for three years. And the reality is that, the reality is that, why don't we go to school once a week? You are in grade one and you go once a week. Huh? Why don't we go to school once a week? Or you don't thought about it. Come again. You see, how often you give yourself to something depends on what is being done and how much time is needed. You get it? So, Satan has managed to deceive us, even pastors, to accept that God and the things of God is done on Sunday and not the whole of Sunday. It's done Sunday morning. Once a week. Is it a wonder that we are not experiencing all the promises of the Bible? How can you go to school grade one once a week and expect to be able to do integration? Even, even five times a week, integration is a problem. I mean, some of you, you don't even know what I'm talking about. You don't know whether it's math. It's, I'm speaking math. I'm speaking English. I mean, some of us up to today, we can't solve a quadratic equation. Even when they have given us a formula. I mean, when you go divide the X, that one now you are confusing us. Yeah, just, just simple, even simultaneous equation. Solve for X and Y. Having been given two equations, we, we don't even know where to start from. We ask, are we supposed to solve it? Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, you realize that the once a week would never do for us. Because when are you going to learn 212, 224, 224, But anyway, God will help us. I said, God will help us. Good. And then I think some of the songs we sing, we have to check the biblical basis because God is not fighting for us. God has already won the victory for us. He's not only now, he's not pushing back the darkness. He said, the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There's no fight between light and darkness. There's no fight. There's no fight. It's not, you see, a fight suggests that two equals and one trying to take control. It's not a fight. When light comes, darkness goes away. There's no fight. So please don't, if you want to sing this song, then rewrite it. Because it's on scripture. God is not fighting for us. God has won the victory for us. 
And God is not pushing back the darkness and, 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 and lighting up the kingdom. The kingdom is light. Light, when light shows up, darkness just disappears. So I know you like the, you like the song because it makes you move around. But Satan is not afraid of moving around. Satan will be afraid of the words that enter your heart. And if the words are incorrect, uh, it doesn't have effect. Hallelujah. So that was just by the way. I think now we must think about the songs we sing and see the scriptural basis. Because singing is confessing. So let us confess. Right. Some of the songwriters, they have the gift to write the songs, but they don't study the Bible. So they put together some words that looks like the Bible. And so we have to even select the songs we sing. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. We have to select the songs we sing. In fact, some of the writers of Christian songs are actually agents of the devil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So we need to, we don't know them, so we must, how we will know them is by their fruit. And their fruit that we have to access is the scriptural basis of the songs they write. Look at this, some of the songs that are written, they are not scriptural. They look like scripture, but it's, it's inaccurate. And you see, if you don't understand what I'm saying, Faith. Faith has it, it has a dimension of legality. Because what you say is what determines what you have. So if you say the wrong thing, you have the wrong thing. For example, if you are supposed to say it shall happen and you say it may happen, they are not the same thing. It shall happen means that for sure. It may means that it could or could not. Are you with me? So when you are confessing, your confession must be legal. That's why in the, in the law court, the reason why we need lawyers to help us is that they have learned it and they know where to use. When you go and stand there and they ask you a question, by the time you finish answering the question, everything will be thrown out. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the, the person that is being accused has actually committed a crime with evidence and everything. But because of what you say and the words you use, it's like, oh, we have no case here. Is it my honor? My Lord. Uh, witness is not sure. So how can we convict somebody on a witness who is not sure. On a witness who has doubt. On a witness whose memory is unreliable. How are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. So these things are very important in our Christian work because you, what you say is what happens to you. What you, you. what you say has a bearing on what you receive. That is why we are encouraged to speak what God has said concerning us. Other people call it positive speaking. Do you get it? 
you you should not confess negatively i'm not good that is your confession i am not good so how can you be good i am good by the grace of god this is what god says about me i am fearfully and wonderfully made and that is what i am i hope you understand it i'm not i'm not don't say oh as for me i'm poor you'll be poor you you i'm broke you'll be broke that, because that's your confession that's why they say let the weak say i am strong and let the poor say i am rich i don't if if you depending on how old you've been around you will find out that some of your friends in the younger days who spoke positively about themselves and thought positively about themselves actually became what they were saying and what they thought about themselves oh yes because they said ask for me i'm rich and they start behaving rich by doing things that oh a rich person is not does not do certain things so i will not do it because that's what i am it's just time to manifest before you realize your life is reflecting what you portray of yourself hallelujah that's why it is very important to have self-confidence are you with me many of us our problem stems from lack of self-confidence but that self-confidence is given to us who know jesus as our lord and savior because the words of the lord to you and to me have no doubt what god sees us i mean how god sees us and you see the reason why i can believe what god says i am is because he has the power to do anything to make me what he says i am are you getting what i'm saying for example if i say to you you are going to fly and you have a reason to doubt what i'm saying that you are going to fly because i don't have the power to give you wings but you see god has the power to make you fly even without wings are you with me so it is important to believe what god says about you based on the fact that his power is not limited are you with me if i say something about you you have to assess my abilities to bring to pass what i am saying for you to decide that that is going to be your confession are you with me so the confessions that we say we must make it's not just saying something it's saying something based on evidence the evidence of god's power in our lives amen so this is just this is not the preaching this is just uh, just a bit of warm-up hallelujah good today is our first sunday of april and we are in the fourth month or as they will say on the calendar we are in the second quarter amen and at the beginning of the year we made some declarations do you remember them do you remember them 
So the fourth of the declaration that we made, the fourth declaration we made is a declaration of being a son and a daughter. The blessing of being a son and a daughter. And I'm hoping that they will be able to find it. Do you want to do it a bit at a time so that because this one feels like we've opened a laptop. We want to read it not in, from afar. So put a little bit of it and then but meanwhile, can you, can you see? Do you have good vision? Not all of us are graced with this good vision. We, I'm sure we see white and blue. But it says, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessing of a son and a daughter. I have the blessing of a son and a daughter. The blessing of a son and a daughter of God. Do you get it? I am a child of God. And God's child has certain blessings. And in 2023, I will see the blessings of being a child of God. I said in 2023, this year, I will see the blessing of being a child of God. Hallelujah. What are the blessings? I am thankful that I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter in 2023. Not as an enemy, but as a son and a daughter. Or simply put, as a child. I am thankful that I can experience rebukes, chastening, and correction with a good attitude. I shall bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness, holiness, and specialness that come through being chastened and corrected even when it is not a joyous experience. Hmm. Are you making this declaration? Now, why is this important? You see, I like these declarations, and these declarations were written by Prophet himself, Bishop. It's not like somebody wrote it. He he himself. Everything you see in the church, he, he goes through, he actually detects it. Are you with me? Now, you see, there are declarations that we make. I will be blessed. I will be blessed. You see, the fact that you say I will be blessed or I am blessed does not mean you are blessed. Because for that to manifest, do you get it? There are steps you must take. For Jesus to be Jesus as the savior of the world. He, was, he didn't just sit in heaven and confess, 
I am the savior of the world. No. There were steps. There were practical steps. That if you want to be the savior of the world, then the first thing is to become like the people you are going to save. What does it mean? It means you have to put away your divinity. It means you, you have to let go of being equal with God. It means you have to put on the form of a man. And even in the form of a man, as a savior, you have to take the position of a servant among the people you are going to save. And you have to now accept to die for them because what the reason why they are in captivity is because they have to die for their sins and once they die for their sins they can't exist again so for you to set them free then you must take their place because there's no get out of jail free card i mean you have to pay the price they are legally owned or legally captured by Satan when they chose to obey Satan. For you to set them free, you have to pay the price. So, you see, you see that Jesus is the savior of the world. But to be the savior of the world involves practical steps. Now, the blessing of being a child of any rich person has in it steps that must occur. Because, you, you see, depending on who the rich person is, some rich people are very strict. For your, you see, the blessing of being the child of a rich person, are you with me? Would me look at the, uh, uh, Prince Harry and uh, Prince William, the British, I mean, people. How many know about them, the British people? How many know about them? Uh-huh. Okay, if you don't know about them, there are people somewhere. Now, listen, listen. The refusal of Prince Harry to toe the lines is the reason why his privileges are being stripped of him one after the other. Because, listen, if you want to enjoy the privilege of being a royal, because you, you were born into it, and you have parents, there are, there are steps, there are rules you must obey to enjoy the privileges. So it's like you cannot, you cannot reject the things that is required of you and still expect to receive the privileges. But how many of us Christians, we want, we are happy to sing, I am a child of God. And we, we, we brandish it around, I am a child of God. But if you are a child of God, then God has expectations of you. God has the way you must walk. God has, if you want to, you see, 
let me not even go to Prince Charles, Prince Harry and go. Let me go to Adam. Adam, when he was created, according to Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, he had everything he needed. But the condition for retaining what you, what you had was obedience. The condition for retaining the provisions that God has made was your simple obedience. Your decision to disobey makes you lose the privileges. Hallelujah. Now, now, what we don't understand as Christians is that when you get saved, when you get born again, it is your spirit that is reborn. Now, the spirit has a journey to make and that is to grow. To grow. In the process of your spirit growing, are you with me? In the process of your spirit growing, it requires you to have somebody in, in different forms as the Lord will choose to present to you to guide you and to correct you and to tell you that this is not the way to go. A child that is born but not raised becomes a vagabond. You see, feeding a child is not the only duty of parenting. I said, feeding a child is not the only duty of parenting. But if you are going to enjoy the benefit of having a parent over you, the benefit of having your responsibilities or, or, or the, the, parent, the, the, the blessing of being somebody's responsibilities, then you must actually also receive direction and guidance from the person. Unfortunately, many Christians don't understand this basic. That is why you think God is pushing back the darkness. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You need somebody to tell you that God is not pushing back the darkness because God is light and light and darkness have no contest. Please look for the verse. And the light shine in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. John chapter 1. And then when you find it in King James, after we read it, write it in English for us. Please quick, quick, quick. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I know you don't understand this English, isn't it? That it is like the darkness doesn't understand the light. Because to comprehend, one of the ways we know we, we know the word comprehension 
is understanding, isn't it? So the darkness does not understand the light. No, that's not what he's saying. It says, this light never fails to shine through the darkness. The light that the darkness could not overcome. Are you getting it? So if you say God is pushing back the darkness, it's like a tag of war. God is pushing back no darkness. Darkness is only present when there's no light. Because do you know that darkness has no energy in it? Did you know that? Darkness has no energy in it. But light has energy in it. How do you understand it? So how can something without energy oppose or resist something with energy? When light shines, darkness disappears. It's as simple as that. Are you with? So now you need somebody, or you God in His wisdom has raised servants to serve Him in you. And many of us don't have the blessing of being a child of God because we don't accept correction. We don't accept rebukes. We don't accept, this is not right. This must be so. Most of us throw the thing, hey, you are judging me. Listen, what's, what's judging you about telling you that what you are doing is wrong? When the word of God says what you are doing, you should not do. What's judging you about it? Let me ask you, what's judging you about it? So I shouldn't tell you that what you are doing is wrong. I should say what you are doing, it can also be right. You see, judgment involves analysis. Which involves your motives and all those things. And the conclusion is drawn to classify you as you are not good or you are good or you are bad those type of things that's that's the process of judgment but to tell you that the color you are wearing is not the color you should wear it's not judgment to tell you that go and brush your teeth and use dental floss so that the smell will go away. It's not judgment. Because what you are not the one experiencing your breath. I am the one experiencing your breath. I'm the one receiving all your, your inflows or your outflows. And what I'm receiving is killing me. And then when you want to talk to me also, you don't stand afar. So that at least some air, some dilution can occur. You want direct short distance transfer. What is judgment about? Go and brush your teeth or learn how to brush your teeth well. What is judgment about it? Did I say that because you've not brushed your teeth or you don't brush your teeth well, you are not a good person, you are a failure, you are this, you are that. Did I say that? But you know that many of us, 
don't have the blessing of being a child of God because the things that go into being a child of God, we reject it. So let's read a few scriptures. And you know, you have to, you see, if you are going to profit from your relationship with Jesus, you have to accept. You have to accept that you are a child of God and a child must be corrected. A child must be rebuked. A child must be guided. A child must be told, this is right, this is not right. I hope you are here with me. I said, I hope you are here with me. You see, that is the only reason why your life is not manifesting the way it ought to be. You are not walking in the power of God. You are not seeing the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Because you don't allow yourself to be looked after. And you see, it is the work of Satan to always push you to be independent of anybody's influence or anybody's correction. It doesn't matter. You see, Satan is driving all of us or would want to drive all of us into independence. You see, it's, it's start, this is, they, they start from far, gradually. Now, now, God cannot tell us what sex we are. We will decide depending on which day of the week it is. Hello? Church is quiet. Now I'm showing you what is driving us to independence. Absolute independence of God. Absolute independence of God. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you don't exist by yourself. You see, the fact that you don't have life eternally in you tells you that you are you 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 exist or cease to exist at the instruction of somebody superior. So your independence and my independence of that person it doesn't make sense. We may want independence from other places, but we cannot advocate independence from God until we start existing by ourselves. I said, until we start existing by ourselves and able to defend ourselves against anything that we want to cut our lives. But until that, we cannot be independent of God. When God said to man, you came from the dust and you will go back to the dust. So far, nobody has been able to defy it. Hello? Yeah, we have gone to space, isn't it? But we, still, we have not been able to stop going to the dust. <laughs> We've done things. But to the dust, we always go. Up to today, 
when God said it to Adam and Eve in the garden, that from dust thou art, and to dust thou shalt return. Oh, so how can you say you want to be independent of this person whose words you can't turn around, you can't stop it? And you see, that spirit is the spirit of the world. It's the spirit of Satan. And as a born-again child of God, you have to be careful what spirit works you. Because you see, you can be with Jesus and still have another spirit operating with you. Oh, yes. And the blessing, you see, the blessing of being a child of God involves accepting and happily receiving correction. Happily receiving guidance. When the word of God says to you, don't do this. Fight not to do it. Don't throw it aside. And say, no, 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 this one is old-fashioned. What is old-fashioned? From dust thou art, to dust thou shalt return. It's old-fashioned, but it is still working. So don't let Satan deceive you and me to say that what the word of God is written in the word of God will not happen to us. Because you see, the servant of God that God brings into your life, they are, they serve the interest of God in you. And the interest of God in you is to raise you up to be a king and a priest. God is not raising you up as a commoner. He's raising you up as somebody who sits with him, who sits in his presence. He's raising you up as somebody who has dominion, as somebody who has authority, as somebody whose words don't fall to the ground. That's what he's raising you up. And the servants of God, be it your pastor, be it your whoever it is, is there to serve the interest of God in you. Hebrews 12. We can start from verse 1, but we are going to other verses, but I just want us to start from verse 1. Because some of you, this is the only chance I have to make you read a portion of the Bible. Even though I've been saying read your Bible, you just ignore it. Yeah. You are busy over nothing. Instead of being busy over what will make you what God wants you. You know, it's, it's very painful to accept Jesus as a son of God into your life and not reap the benefit of his presence in your life. And the benefits are not for special people. It's for everybody who will receive him as Lord and Savior. Why, why are we having the West all capital letters? Is that how the Bible is presented? Oh, I'm, I'm seeing it wrong. 
Or is that, that's how it's presented? Is that how it is all the time? No, no, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I, you know, sometimes you don't take notice of something until it strikes you. But if it is so, let, let's leave it. We'll read it like that. It's okay. But I think when you write a letter or capital words, like that, I think it means something. You are shouting. Okay, then let's let the word of God shout. Because it has to shout because we seem to be deaf and dumb. So it's okay. That's the word of God. Let it shout. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay, uh, the word of God, it can shout. Please feel free. Let it shout. Oh, that's, don't worry. It says, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, or witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith do you get it so here we are meeting up are you listening we are meeting up the writer of Hebrews in a conversation. And in the conversation, he goes on to exhort his recipient of his letter or his congregation to, to, to persist, giving Jesus as an example that whatever promise was given to Jesus it didn't just drop to him but he had to go through processes and in the processes he looked at what was ahead of him not the process he's going through are you with me many of us reject or do not receive the blessings that is prepared for our lives because the process that leads us to the blessing becomes our focus and focusing on the process makes us take wrong decisions we don't see what lies ahead for example if you are a student and you are learning and you feel that the learning is tiring your sleep you can't sleep enough and all those things and you're always you are worried about the fact that you can't sleep like your other friends and things. But you see, when you sleep like them, it means you will not get the information they have. Or you will not get the information you need. Because you'll be surprised that they are sleeping like that. Because they have somebody, they have an uncle, they have an auntie. They just have to have classmates at the university. Their certificate itself doesn't mean anything to them. But as for you, without a certificate, there's no hope. And your only chance in this life is the certificate. So if you can see beyond where you are, then you can endure the difficulty you are enduring at that stage. If you can see beyond where you are, you can endure the difficulty of where you are. Oh, yes. Many of us don't. So the author is telling us that we should look to Jesus. What would we see when we look to Jesus? Are we going to see bright light? Are we going to see a king who is drinking juice 
And no, 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 no. When we look to Jesus, we see that he was able to hang on the cross because of what will come after the cross. So his motivation for taking what must be done, his motivation for going through what needs to be done was what is to come after. And many of us, we want the promises, but we don't want to go through the steps that leads us to the promises. You want to be married by a good man. But a good man is looking for a girl with character. I said, you want to be married by a good man. A man who will not lift up his hands on you. A man who will treat you like a queen. But that man is looking for a, a, a woman whose, whose ornaments are the ornaments of a quiet and a meek spirit. Not a cantankerous, always arguing. Why should I do this? Why should I do that? Which man wants that? You may be very pretty, but I can tell you that any man that will keep you is keeping you for something else. With such a character. With such a character. He's keeping you for something else. But he has a place where he receives the sweetness, the quiet spirit and things. Oh yes, I'm telling you. Don't say I didn't tell you. I've told you. And I say, no, Bishop, you see what be there, be there. Anybody, any person who is marrying and who will marry and keep you and do the things you say. Anybody who will marry and do what you say as a wife. That person must experience some sweetness from you. I said, that person must experience some sweetness. A sweetness of a good character. A sweetness of a good counsel. Because some of you, or some of us, our minds is, is full of water. Water, water. Even water is, has some use. We never give good advice. When your husband is struggling to submit to his boss, he says, eh, and you take this. Well, it's you who can take such a nonsense. If he doesn't take such a nonsense, he'll be jobless. He'll be jobless. And you are the same person who cannot take such a nonsense, who will not take a jobless husband's nonsense. But you see, to develop a quiet, a meek and a quiet spirit with good counsel demands you to spend time in the Word. Because many, many of us, we are not born with it. The, our nature, our natural self is rebellious. Even if we are quiet. Not, not every dog barks when they want to bite you. And the ones that bite you without backing are the dangerous ones. Because the ones that back, the owner gets to know that something is happening and comes to rescue the situation. But the ones that don't back, the owner thinks all is well. Before you realize, 
they hear a scream of a human being because the dog came and took your 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 your, your backside yeah sometimes the quiet people are the most difficult people to stay with but anyway that's not what I so let let let's 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 stay here let's stay here let's let's let, look let's stay here but you see i'm preaching about you and me receiving our blessing the blessing of being a child are you with me look i am here today because i have remained a child to bishop dag in fact one day he gave a testimony not to me directly because there was something there were issues and he said at least when i speak to him he listens so i'm going to speak to him that's what he said that when i speak to him he listens can your father give a testimony that when they speak to you you listen but when he speaks to me i listen when he says don't do this, do this yes bishop that's it Sometimes I say, okay. Bishop said, let's do it. It's okay. it's okay. Once he said, it's okay. You know, it's not easy. Because sometimes the thing, the issue at stake, I know I'm not wrong. Do you get it? But according to the presentation made to him, it sounds like I'm wrong. And therefore, he corrects me. But you see, what I have come to understand about correction is that it is only a lover of you who will correct you. That's, that's, that's my, my list of things that I look for. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.